0: Welcome back to another solo with Samaya. I am Samaya, and this is the additional segment of my show, Not Just Another Sex Podcast. And if you're new, then... I'm just going to explain that basically this is a solo segment that I started doing because I was feeling very out of touch with my following. And I say that because a lot of the times with production, we're bulk recording episodes. Um, so sometimes we may record six to eight episodes in one weekend. And so sometimes I'm referencing that stuff in our private group chat and people are like, what are you talking about? Or huh? And I realized that episode may not have come out yet. And so doing the solos with Samaya is a way for me to check in with you guys weekly or as close weekly as I can get, usually on Tuesdays or Thursdays. Um, and just give you guys an update of what's going on with me in real time. Um, I've explained multiple times that this show is literally, these aren't all things that happened years and years and years ago. Like some of it is, but also um, the real life struggles and just me getting over and through different things, that's all happening right now. And I don't want you guys um, to miss out on that, especially if it's something that you can apply to your life. um, And I don't want to forget, you know. Um, So a couple things to note. I don't know if you guys noticed, but I don't have my laptop or any notes. Okay, Um, I think that's really cool. And also, if you have not listened to Your Faith Has Boundaries, please make sure that you go back and listen to that episode because I'm picking up where I left off with this episode. So this is kind of like a part two. Um, and also if you're listening to this on, um, Apple, please make sure that you rate and review. If you are not leaving a review, um, or if you have not left your review yet, please do so. Um, you know, if you, you, you haven't, I, and it's a lot of, it's a, it's is not thousands of people. So I know that everybody has not done it. (laughs) So if you could please, please, please um, leave a review. Um, And if you'd like to watch the visuals, make sure that you check out Patreon. Um, Also, we have new videos that are actually uploading today. So if you have not logged into your Patreon by the time you listen to this, please make sure that you do so. Um, We have working on your self-confidence, self-love and dating. Um, Should you leave? When should you leave a relationship? Um, I know those are a few of the videos that are definitely dropping tonight. Um, As you guys know, I told you guys in, the private group chat that I went camping um and so I am back the woods was not fucking with me uploading so um, I did get some editing done and now I am back and uploading those videos as we speak so um okay so when we left off I had told you guys that I had spoke to this um spiritual channel a channel basically like someone who has um direct communication with your spirit guides and so spirit guides are like um you have like your guardian angels, you have your ancestors, you know your ancestors are people that um you could have been related to or that you feel like you resonate with from the past that have already died um and then you have your spirit- your spiritual guides, and so I had spoke with this lady about my spiritual guides, getting advice from them and 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 whatnot it was a whole ordeal, and at the end of the call she um she aligned my spirit for lack of better words, and basically. Pulled my spiritual body away from my physical body because it, they were infringing on each other. So I had talked about I had never it had been a long time since I had felt not felt the the heaviness of my darkness, and I say that to say I I. I know how to maneuver through life and a lot of people don't realize something's wrong or either I've, I had learned to accept it. But after she did that, I felt like my trauma was literally in another space, in another room. It was not actually on me. And that after seven days, I had not felt anxiety, PTSD. Um, my ADHD seemed like it was very much so manageable, under control. I had a level of clarity and I was not waking up depressed every single day. Right. Um... And so that's where we left off. Y'all, let me tell you guys why the very next day I woke up and the cloud was back. Okay. So I don't have a title for this episode yet. I'm not really sure what it's going to be, but that's what we're talking about today. After I went on and on and on and on telling y'all that, you know, for seven days I hadn't felt this, I hadn't felt that. That next day, like after that solo with Samaya posted, I woke up the next day and I felt that darkness on me. And when I tell y'all, I freaked the fuck out. I I freaked out. So I woke up and I, I knew it instantly when I woke up. I knew that feeling, that feeling like I don't want to get out of bed. Everything is wrong, right? Everything is wrong, even though nothing has changed, right? And so I was kind of in denial. I was like, nope, I just need to meditate. I just need to get in the shower. I just need to have a moment. Um, but I had a really busy day that day. And so fake it till you make it, right? I went through the things, but I also was like crying all day, Um, like in between getting tasks done, I I kept having to step away to like meditate in the bath, excuse me, um, to meditate in the bathroom or just take a step away and like breathe. Like, okay, I need to just take 10 deep breaths, like to really regulate myself, right? Um, and so I was talking to my friend, um, James, he's Dr. Um, Dr. Harvey, he's been on the show um, before. And I was like, I don't know what's going on, but it's back. And I'm really freaking out. And his response was somewhat like, just calm down, breathe. You are strong. You can do this. You know, just get through your day. And so I I told my producer, Steph, about it. And, you know, she was like, you know, maybe you're just coming off the high of just, you know, maybe you're just settling into this new life and whatever, whatever. And I was like, no, I didn't feel like I was on a high before. Like, I was excited telling you guys and telling people about my experience. That made me excited to share that news with you all. But internally, I didn't feel super excited. If anything, I just felt calmness. I had felt peace. And so I was like, no, I don't, I don't think that's it either, you know? And so I went through the day and I had my son with me and my videographer. We both needed to get some work done. And my son really likes Jeju. So unanimously, we were like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go to Jeju. Um, Because I was having a really rough day, um, it took us a couple hours to get out of the house because, of course, I was like, Oh, I think I forgot something. I think I forgot something, of course. Overpacked, did all this shit. You know, the shit that I had been doing when I was telling you guys like my ADHD is getting out of control. Um, but we end up finally packing up, getting in the car. By the time that we get in the in the van, it's rush hour traffic in Atlanta, right? So J.J. was already 40 minutes away. It's saying it's going to take over an hour. I'm like, I just need to get out the house. I need to go do the things that, you know, that that feel like my safe place, right? But a couple things happened on this drive, and this is where I really had a life-changing epiphany, a really life-changing epiphany. Um, Before I explain that, I want to talk about the pain that I felt when I woke up. I don't know... I'm not saying I didn't think I was going to ever not have a bad day again, but I guess I was just so surprised that within seven days it had come back and it came back just as hard as when it had left. And that really scared the fuck out of me because I was like, damn, am I never going to be able to have a regular life? Like, am I always going to have this dark cloud over me? Like, is this it's just like when you see people and and trigger warning not to be. Dark, But in all honesty, it's just like you see these super happy go lucky people and they're they're living and then you find out that they're chronically depressed or they commit suicide or even like when that that um like Miss Jersey, she was Miss something. Right. And she jumped off that building. And it's like these people are so beautiful and so loving and so caring, but they are hurting. They are literally hurting. And so for me, that's how I felt that day feeling like I am never going to escape this cloud that follows me this cloud that follows me with all this shit no matter what I do right I've found I've under I've found what happiness can feel like I've discovered a way to see peace I've started meditating you know what I'm saying and I know this was you know I was only a week into meditating but my healing journey though had been years so I'm just like okay I'm doing the fucking work and you telling me that all I get is seven days of clarity Baby girl was hot, okay? I was thirty eight hot. So, all right. So we fast forward. We get in the van. We in Charlie. We head into, y'all know that's what I name, the van. If you do not follow my van page, the Charlie Van Cafe, you should follow her. Um. Anyways, we get in the van and because it is Atlanta rush hour traffic, everybody go to sleep except for me. So five minutes into drive, my son and the videographer, they sleep, right? So I'm like deep into let me just meditate let me just breathe or whatever so i cut on this sound bowl playlist now i have heard of sound bowls before and i know there's sound bowl healing and things like that i knew it was a thing i also respected it but also i had never actually experienced the power or the the healing properties of how sound bowls can ground you. I had never experienced it. I knew that it was real, not doubting it. I just had never been to a sound bowl class or like actually listened to a full playlist or anything like that. I had told James like the day before that, oh, I want to, you know, try meditating the sound bowl, you know, try some sound bowl healing or something one day. That morning that I woke up feeling crazy, he had actually sent me the playlist. He was like, oh, okay, here's one for you. So I was like, okay, I'm in traffic. I can do a Uh, A a working meditation right where i'm like actually woke kind of like how you do walking meditations like instead of closing your eyes and You know just seeing nothing Um, you can walk with your eyes open and meditate, right? Um, well I was like, okay, well i'm driving i'll do this So I just did my deep breaths like I normally do which is um breathing in through my mouth Breathing in slowly trying to fill up my lungs completely right and then slowly breathing out my nose So I did that in in um, in conjunction with the sound bowl healing playlist, right? So a couple of things to note. I had never meditated for more than 15 minutes before this car ride, right? Another thing, I had never done sound bowl healing. I also had never done, paired up my meditation with another form of like a healing or meditation before. So there were a lot of new things happening, Right? So first and foremost, that ride was over an hour. I did my deep breathing and I guess meditation for an hour. I listened to the soundbo playlist for an hour, and here's what happened. After the first ten or fifteen minutes, I was no longer angry. I was no longer upset or frustrated. It was I had calmed down. Um, and about twenty minutes in, the traffic wasn't bothering me anymore. It was just like, okay, we're just moving, we're just moving. Even the horns and all of that stuff, I could hear it, but it just sounded like it was supposed to be there. Almost like when you're sitting outside, you don't be like, damn, the fucking birds keep chirp, you know, keep chirping. Like that's it's just a, a sound that comes along with what you're doing, right? Um, that's how the traffic noise sounded. It didn't bother me anymore. So by 20 minutes into the ride, I felt fine. I was back at center. I was back the way that I was feeling when I was talking to y'all on part one on Your Faith Has Boundaries. I was back at that space. So right then in that moment, I got not excited, but I was like, oh my God, oh my God, I just need more time to meditate. Because normally, like I said before, that day I had never meditated for more than 15 minutes. And the only reason I was meditating now was because or had started meditating was because remember I was like what can I do to calm my mind I can meditate if I just do 5 10 15 minutes a day I spoke to the lady she you know I guess recalibrated me and so I was like okay I'm gonna keep doing this keep doing this is working so I still never got out and gotten out of 15 minutes also I hadn't spoke to the lady again right so I'm just on my own that's when I realized I I literally have the power To fix my pain. So after that, so about 30 minutes into the ride, I started getting downloads and I've never spoken about it. I just like if you've worked with me, you've heard me say it, but I'm not going to say I get visions because I don't necessarily like see it with my eyes. But I've always received messages and they come to me as clear as day like I'm reading a book you know and then when i hear it in word form i visualize it right and i figure out what that looks like in my mind and then boom i have a picture for it and i'm a visual manifester and so i'll either like google that thing or, or i'll write down what i heard right like that's how i come up with like the topics for the podcast or the outlines for the show or when i cut trailers or clips or things like that i hear it a certain way it comes to me a certain way um And you guys know, I've been writing my book for over a year, my memoirs. And I know that the key thing that's missing from the book is my own voice. Like I have a ghostwriter where I get to sit down and I talk with her and she types for me um, because of some of the level of trauma in the book. I, I can't Emotionally regulate and type at the same time. So and I I love working with her. Um, It sounds very much so like me, but also there are some parts I need to physically sit down and write myself. And I had been at a standstill with that. I meditated all the way till we got to the spa. So a total of an hour by the as soon as we got there, I had to pull into the parking lot park, pull out my laptop and I wrote two chapters of my book. So. Let's recap. (laughs) <laughs> a lot of things happened and this is the part that if these if people would tell you this is what meditation could do for you I bet you motherfuckers will sign up they be leaving this part out it literally can clear you so that way you can become an antenna to the messages or to the intuition that you feel within you right um but before we get to all that what I realized first, it was the first time that I was not able to self-soothe with anything or anyone else ever. When, when the young lady recalibrated me, it recalibrated my worthiness and my alignment with my own self. And that's a hole I've never felt fulfilled because like when you have a parent or sometimes sexual assault, it can always feel like quicksand. Like it can just feel like it just can take you over sometimes. Right. And and you end up falling for potential because sometimes you feel like you can't have anything better than that. And so sometimes you stay in that job, sometimes you stay in that partnership, sometimes you settle in your career because you don't want to start over. You don't think that you think that you're not being realistic, that you're being too fairy tale, right? And so we just stay where we're comfortable. Ultimately, we stay where we're comfortable. And for that week that I was telling you guys that, you know, I felt different, I didn't really feel like I was looking for any type of validation. That didn't change when I had this bad day. So now I was going through that bad day and no one was making me feel better. Talking to my producer, which always makes me feel better, did not make me feel better. She didn't hurt it or anything, but she couldn't, she couldn't comfort me the way that she used to be able to. I talked to my best friend, James, who literally, I call him my spiritual husband because like literally spiritually, we hold each other's hand through it and we walk, walk this pathway together he didn't even try to console me. Like, I mean, he did, but he didn't even try to take it out. He was like, go do what you need to do. And then come back and tell me how it goes. He was basically saying, go meditate, go meditate. It's going to be okay, friend. You are strong. You can do this and let's, let's talk later. And, and that's what that was. So it was the first time that even, even going to Jeju, it wasn't like, oh, when I do these things, these things will make me feel better. Because you guys know I have a system. When I get into my moods or my days or whatever, I know what things to do. I know myself so well. And I'm like, these things can help pull me out of that, pull me out of that. I was, this was my first time feeling my trauma after being recalibrated. And so when I, I, I noticed some things. I noticed that I worked through that entire day. It was a hard day. It was a difficult day, but I didn't stay in bed for three days like I normally would. I cried. I told people, hey, I I don't feel well, but I still did my work. And that's not to say like work through the pain or anything like that. It's saying that I'm stronger than I think I am and I have the tools that I need. No one ever said that the pain wouldn't come back. And it's still my pain. So the, the bullshit and the needles and the knives and shit that's in my pain, it's still there. So whenever I feel it, it still feels that heavy. It's, st- it's still mine. It didn't change or get smaller because of the recalibration. And so what I realized meditating in, and mind you, I normally do like 15 minutes. This is the first time I went past that I just needed more of me. I needed more of myself. And so meditating until I got back to peace, like, and I'm talking about I got so in a such a better place that literally I was just exhausted from having a hard day. But I otherwise there were no remnants left that that day was as hard as it was. And what that told me was that I am the only person who has the battery type or the energy type that can heal my specific pain. It's almost like it's y'all know when you y'all remember when vibrators used to take batteries and your shit would go out. So you'd be looking through all the remotes in the house trying to find another battery so you could recharge your vibrator. And it would be a whole bunch of remotes in the house, but you had to find one that matched the same type of battery as your vibrator. You know what I'm saying? That's how I feel. That's how I felt. I felt like for the first time I realized my energy, my energy. My energy is the only one that actually matches with my trauma that can actually console my trauma. It wasn't a Band-Aid. It wasn't like, oh, this can make me feel better. Only my energy is like a magnet. It was like a magnet. Like you can be with your friends and y'all be two plus signs or two minus signs, but those things repel. When you need to be grounded and to be centered, you need to connect, not repel. And so your, only your energy can actually soothe your pain. And it was the first time that I meditated for an hour. I was exhausted afterwards. I ain't gonna lie to you. Like uh, it was actually emotionally draining, letting my mind rest, letting my mind rest for an entire hour my nervous system got a chance to just calm down. And I, I was breathing through it in a time where I was really giving my body less breath because I'm upset, right? So giving my body all the oxygen that it need. It was the first time that I actually didn't start having short breaths. And mind you, think about it. What happens like when you get upset? You don't even breathe the same anymore. You're holding your breath, you're giving short breaths. So now you're depriving your body literally of oxygen when you're upset. That's not really helping you calm down. And it was just the first time that I realized I had that aha moment that there is nobody that I can run to for my pain, for my, for my, whenever I feel lonely, whenever I wanna be like cuddled or rubbed or touched or anything like that when I'm feeling lonely. Like a lot of times, I know for me, you know, I don't know, y'all might, y'all might have it on lock over there, but over here, I've made so many mistakes laying with the wrong people, being around the wrong people, going to the wrong places really because I'm looking for a void to be filled versus filling the void myself and then saying, now what do I need from other people? And the thing is that even when you're being healthy and even when you're working on yourself, you still sometimes look for things to fill the void and you don't know it. Your friends may be healthy and they may have your back, but it's still not okay for you to look for your loved ones to fill your void. The only way to to fill your void is with you, with your own energy. And so it was just crazy to watch me recycle my own energy, recycle my own dirty energy, I guess, for lack of better words, into a clean source of energy. And it just really got me to thinking. And also, I mean, I was intrigued as fuck because now... I'm, I get this download about the rest of the, you know, the book. So I'm like, oh my gosh. And I've always felt my intuition or gotten these messages. Right. But they would come through with less clarity. This came through loud and clear. I'm talking word by word. I was typing as it was coming to me. Right. So it's like, Literally, the cheat code is calming your mind down. So the thoughts that are supposed to be there can just be there because a lot of times the and someone asked, like, how do you know which thoughts are yours and which ones are the ones that are being given to you by your intuition or your spirit guides or your ancestors or whatever? You go through things all day. So thoughts come and go in your mind all day. If you calm your mind and it doesn't go away, then it's a thought that should be there. And do with it what you will, okay? So that was a very um, eye-opening moment for me because it was the first time that I put myself back at the level of peace that y'all heard me going on and on and on and on about with with the channel, right? I did it myself. And so that boosted my confidence in a totally, I don't know, a very remarkable way for sure. Um, And I feel like I've, I feel like I cracked a cheat code. So I don't know about you guys, but meditating sometimes is hard to get into. It sounds boring and it seems like something that you go to sleep doing, right? But who doesn't like sleep? That's one. And also sometimes you feel like there's not enough time, like you need more time. Yes, all all of those things can be true. What I'm saying is find a way to get started because... (coughs) I've had some of these issues for more than half of my life. And now that I'm understanding what I can do with my breath and just giving my brain and my organs oxygen, making making time for it, because however we function as humans, for some reason, when we're on go, we don't breathe. We don't get in enough oxygen. Right. So just slowing down to make sure that you get enough. is changing my life. And so. Um, to nurture myself back to health and to receive downloads like that, as you guys can imagine, um, really shook me. And I also realized that, you know, my pain will always be my pain. You know, I don't, It's that's never going to change. But what is changing is how I handle it and also how I feel it. I will say that I am not numb to my pain anymore because when that shit came in a couple weeks ago, it came in like a wrecking ball. Um, And so um, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for the distinct feelings of peace and I'm grateful for the moments of just pain. Um, But what I will say is that I I feel them both very, ever, ever clear for sure. Um, And I feel like I used this experience to help me through something else. So, um, I was dropping in the group chat that if you guys, if you guys have not joined the private discord, by the way, please make sure that you do that, um, from Patreon. Um, I did drop in there that I was going to do something. I was going to tell you guys about it and that thing has passed. And so I want to share here. Um, I did pitch for, um, the SE media group to, um, receive funding from an angel investor and, um, I'm not saying that we didn't get it, but I know that I ain't got it yet, right? Um, and when I say got it yet, I mean, like, I don't, it it did not shape up to seem as though the angel investors were interested in us. And that was very difficult for me. Um, and I think what was most difficult is that I don't think I was their target market in that room. Um, and so... I didn't really understand that until I had already invested this money and this time. Our vendor booth did the pitch and things like that, that, you know, I don't think it's a reflection of the company at all. But also just this isn't exactly what the investors are looking for. They're looking for more of this type of business. You know what I mean? Like if there was an angel investor that was there to invest in creatives, then yeah, but I did not get that energy. So um, I'm still processing the conference um, in a whole. But I will say that the way that I handled my emotions around it have just really shown me how much I've grown. And I say that because no matter what, I know I was meant to be in that room. It it might not have even been for me or for us to receive this funding. It might have been one person that I talked to um, Maybe I gave them a, fr- a a reframe of of thinking around their business, right? Because every vendor that was there needed our services. Every single business that was there was like, oh my gosh, I need to get you guys' this number. I need a place to shoot. I need a place to do an event. I've never done one and I need to get footage so that way I can advertise it. Like all the things that we do, right? Um, and so it was beautiful to be in a room full of people that needed us. It, there was that. Um And it was beautiful to watch me process process this. So, of course, I cried in the bathroom. But also, I went camping. I had to go off grid. Um, And I think that it just really set in that I've never been a person that has gotten a seat at the table. I've always been a person that built my own and then I moved it to sit next to another table. (laughs) That's... um, but I've always built tables. Um, and I think that within this experience, I really birthed some real um, some real goals for the future for SE Media Group. Because when you do a pitch, you also have to tell them where you plan on going and what expansion looks like. And I had to say that. I laid the groundwork. I, I said it with my mouth. And there's a lot of power in that. And so um, I'm grateful because... Before that pitch, I had been working with some pitch decks and playing around with them. And, oh, I got to send out this advertising package, da, 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 But after doing it, it made it very plain. One, how beautiful what I've created is. And also it kind of put the butterflies to rest. You know, I, I did it. I got up on the stage. I pitched the business and life went on. You know, so now I came back. Like, okay, this is what we need to do. Like, here's plan B, you know? Um, And I think that I'm just getting into a place of acceptance that this is my role. However it looks, I'm here. As long as my team is still here, then I'm still going to be here doing this. Um, And that's heavy. Being a creative and making a space for community is heavy because it has a lot of costs it has a lot of costs. And, you know, I've taken those costs on and I'm, I know money isn't everything, but being able to be at peace with myself means that no matter what I have, I always have everything that I need, that I'm okay. And I'm grateful for that because there are people that literally have millions and millions and millions of dollars and they're not okay. The fact that I don't have those things anymore, and I'm okay, and that I'm in a better headspace is like really beautiful to me because, at the end of the day, as long as I'm alive, there's another opportunity to get this money. <laughs> but the peace is already there, and that's I've been through enough life to know that that's usually how it works, and that's how it starts. When it came to me losing weight, I ain't gonna lie to you, I kind of gave up a little bit like I didn't give up, but it was just like, you know what. I just love this body. I'm glad that it does what it does for me because I can wake up tomorrow and be 50 pounds heavier, right? Um, And I just, when I started accepting myself, it was easier for me to just make changes because I wasn't making a change to to change me. I was making a change because I just wanted to make a change. Like, you know what? I just want to start doing this. It was my decision. You know what I mean? Um, And that makes it easier to commit to creating new habits. And so the fact that I'm really getting settled in I choose this life path I choose the way that I'm building this network um these are all my choices and there's not really a person that I would want to switch lives with right now so this just is and things are really hard for a lot of people right now it's not just me um and I watch, I watch the creatives that come in here. All of them are trying to figure out how to build their own community, how to do this, how to do that. And it's expensive for all of us. Um, and so I'm just, you know, just making sure that I stay in this appreciative place, um, staying in appreciation versus expectation um, so that I can, I can be happy. And, um, you know, I'm grateful for the recalibration and just watching, watching how I'm changing and watching how, um I have a, a, a more fair shot mentally, excuse me, with um with achieving peace or being able to keep a level of peace. Um, yeah, I'm appreciative. So. um, All right. So y'all see this big ass book. This is a new book that I'm reading and I cannot wait to tell you guys about it. It is called Women Who Run With Wolves and um, it was recommended to me. And I've only gotten through the intro, but it captivated the fuck out of me. So I don't know if we need to do a book club, but y'all should get this book because I think I want to talk about it, um, on the, on the, um, the group meetup. I'll, I'll talk about it more in there. We're going to do that probably February 29th. So make sure you mark your calendars. We usually do it the last day of the month, um, but it was talking about how, like, wild women have always existed, like, even in the times um, where it was illegal or they could, you know, be burned or stuff like that, that they, like, there's always been women that would run off to the woods and, like, dance naked and, you know, always challenge the norm. And so... um um, this was recommended for me to read um, to really help me to accept and see myself and understand um, the bigger picture. So I'm really excited. Um, the book has amazing reviews and not just on the book itself, like on TikTok. Like I'm talking about like this book, this book, see, I'm surprised it ain't a banned book, to be honest, the way that it's reading. So I'm really excited to get into that. So that's all the organized fun for today. The um, and then also, we're going to pull some tarot cards before we go. Um, also, if you guys are listening to this, can you guys please um, make sure that you DM me or, uh, and better yet, write a review. telling me how you like the solos with Samaya. Um, and I say that because clearly I'm here and this is doing something for me talking to you guys. It's almost like journaling, right? Um, but also keeping up with you all. Um, but I want to make sure that there, if there's something that you guys want me to talk about, that I do. Um, I think the next time that we talk for Solo with Samaya, I'm going to explain to you guys how I actually started my business. Um, it's a story I've been meaning to get around to. I have not shared really my story with anyone specifically. Um, and I think it's about time that we do that. Kind of talk about how this all started what we did and like, what's really going on here now. So, um, but yeah, anyways, hopefully I did not, um, run you guys away. I know I did not have any notes today. I was just talking. And so I'm really just trying to do better. Actually, I'm really doing better with just trusting what it is that I want to say and trusting that that's what needs to be said. So, um, Please DM me Let me know if these are helping If there are other things That you want to talk about Or if you need advice on anything um, That way I can make um, An outline around that And talk about that on these Okay Um, right. So Universe Ancestors God Spirit guides There's a message that I need to know I'd love for you to send it I'm pulling some tarot for us Because, you know Ah, So I did ask the healer lady About tarot cards And she said they are not a direct channel But they, they do play off intuition As well as Like messages because at the end of the day intuition um can be something that like an ancestor or something someone sent to you so it's not a direct way for you to talk to your spirit guides but it's a way for you to truly figure out how you feel because it's about what resonates right um so i really like that i don't know if you guys pull tarot but i love a little tarot it does sound my mind all right with the eight of cups that's crazy Nine of Cups. What else do I need to know? Can I get my phone, Steph? Because I can't even read these. Clap it up for Steph. Not knocking over the camera. Hey, girl. Hey, thank you. That's Steph squared, you guys. (laughs) <laughs> okay. All right, so this one says, okay, I got the Eight of Cups, the Nine of Cups, and Judgment. And the Judgment has two X's. To me, I see that as 10-10. Um, then on the bottom of the deck was Page of Pentacles. So... Um All right, Eight of Cups says, I let go of what no longer serves me. Walking away, disillusionment, leaving behind. There is a feeling of disappointment and loss associated with this card. One has taken a retrospective of their situation and has decided to leave it behind. Something is abandoned and through the abandonment, one feels loss of a part of themselves. All right, let's see what else it says. It says that cups, the deck of cups is... Uh, represents emotions relationships love intuition and habits eights the number eights in the tarot represent action change and regeneration um so it says abandonment walking away letting go searching for truth leaving behind um Eight of Cups signifies time for change or transition by means of walking away from something. Just like a caterpillar has to die before transforming into a beautiful butterfly, we all need to transform ourselves and our lives from time to time. This is the case, especially after being tired of living what was the day to day and embarking on a journey that will help one have a deeper understanding about life in general. Getting the upright side of this card shows that you are dissatisfied with your life and you need to experience a higher purpose in life. You may have been exploring your options. Flitting about from one choice to another, tasting the wine in each cup as a means to sort out what it is that you really want with your life. You are now experiencing a feeling of exhaustion and are coming to a realization that you must step away from what is familiar. It is a choice and a recognition that true happiness will not be found in what you have already created. Mm. More often than not, getting the eight of cups shows that one is tired of the worldly things and is about to embark on a much more spiritual journey. And if that's the case, then be happy because change happens when we need it most. That resonates for sure. Um for me that resonates because after this past weekend, and again I, I'm still processing. Um I'm not gonna say I was bamboozled. I'm not gonna say that. But I did feel that the conference or this this feeling of getting angel investors was a little misleading after I actually spoke with some of them and was in the room. Um, I do believe that the conference was very beneficial, but I also feel that I've also done a lot of what has has been done in the room. Like I'm not, this is not my first rodeo. I'm doing it again. This is not my first million that I'm trying to make. I'm trying to do it again, you know? Um, and this is not any shade to those women because they did an amazing job of putting on something with great energy in the space. But when it comes to the business and it comes with me being honest with myself, I'm tired of asking or thinking that someone else can help me build this vision that was not given to them. And I'm quite honestly sick of my own shit because (laughs) what's for me will come to me And I have everything I need to achieve everything that's already on its way to me. And I'm learning a lot of patience with myself as I understand that I'm making mistakes, but I'm making them much, much faster. I am making them much, much faster. After going into that room this week, I was like, you know what, I'm going to have to do this myself and not really myself. But I'm saying with me leading, I don't I think every time I try to go to someone else for their financial support or for their something that would give them leverage over me, it never works out. I am the head of this table. That's that's that. And I'm really accepting that. I I do love my life like I get to wake up and create every single day I get to work with people that fucks with me they are funny they are amazing like I love my life and so the focus has been off of finances to a certain extent and it's been more on like how else am I changing like the ways that I changed in the past month make me feel rich because I'm happy with my life like y'all haven't went shopping in a year, and like I'm okay, and y'all know a bitch love her some bags, okay, I haven't went shopping in a year, I may have bought one or two shirts, maybe possibly kinda, <laughs> and I don't even think that I think they were m- maybe some workout shorts maybe like and I'm okay, you know what I mean like i i i've I've tried it a lot of ways and After this past weekend and going to the woods, I just decided that, you know what, I have everything that I need. Let me just go ahead and build this the way that I'm saying that it needs to be built versus trying to get a builder to do it for me. Um, That's not to say that your girl don't want no help. It's just to say that, you know, I think I just need to mind my business right now, Uh, put my head down and balance what I have going on. Um, And for me, what's important is having a social life um, getting outside of the house, understanding that this is not going to be built in a day, um, creating more content and more relationships with you guys, my community, um, because these solos with Samaya have been very therapeutic for me and talking with you guys on the group chat and in the, um, the Zoom, really mainly the Zoom, um, has been so amazing for me, you know, um, And I think I really need to own that this is my community. I built this community. A lot of you guys have been with me since I very first started Sexual Essentials, since the very first time that Patreon opened. Um, And so I need to chill in that and enjoy it, you know, enjoy that. So um, anyways, long story short, I resonate with Gar. All right. Um, Yeah. Yeah, disillusionment. I have felt that. All right. So nine of cups, I know my worth, comfort, emotional stability, luxury, an environment of luxury and emotional stability where all available comfort awaits you. Indulging in all the joys that life has to offer you is signaled by this card, though at times there is a sense of smugness that comes from taking your situation for granted. Nines stand for fulfillment, idealism, and inspiration. And it says wishes coming true, contentment, satisfaction, success, achievements, recognition, and pleasure. After a long journey, the Nine of Cups symbolizes the finding of self-satisfaction. So mind you, I had the Eight of Cups and I also have the Nine of Cups. Um, the emotional journey of the cups is starting to come to a close after the volatile ups and downs you face in the earlier numbers of the suit. You have struggled to find purpose and joy after loss. You have tasted the different things that life had. That life offers and you have left comfort in order to find greater heights. Here you have found them and you are indulging yourself as you celebrate this new stage of your life. When we look at the nine of cups, it can initially seem like one of the most pleasant cards that may appear during a reading. This is also referred as the wish card, which means that the things that you desire for or you most or your most perfect dream is bound to happen. The nine of cups is normally associated with extreme happiness and satisfaction. With regards to your work, there's a good change that something wonderful will happen in your workplace. It is time for you to push on your stalled projects, or if you have something that you desire greatly, there's a possibility that you will finally achieve it. It also holds a positive meaning when it comes to love. Your romantic relationship with someone is destined to reach a new level. In case you are still single, this is the time to socialize with new people. I heard it. In terms of finances, the nine of cups is also a positive, me- positive messenger. It can mean that the financial state that you are hoping for will soon be achieved in your health. The test that you have to undergo will lead to positive result. The good energy that you are receiving at the moment should be used to improve your health habits. Um, I love that. I resonate with that one as well. I absolutely do feel like I went through ups and downs and I left um, a space of comfort financially. Um, lifestyle-wise, career-wise, in every sense of the word. um, I did, I left that behind, and now I'm here. And I don't want to take it for granted. I get to wake up and I get to create every single day. And with me no longer judging myself because of how I parent my son and understanding that it's okay that I live in one place and he lives in another, and we still split the time equally, half and half. um, Without me judging myself, Without me feeling... Without me literally not judging myself. Because that's the thing. I wouldn't judge a homeless man on a corner. Or a homeless woman on a corner. I literally have started keeping my change, my my dollars, when I go to places. Because when I'm traveling, it's easy for me to find someone that needs a dollar. Like, you know, like... I'm prepared. Like, I keep some extra... So, why would I think something is wrong with me when I know how I got in this situation? You know what I'm saying? So... Without me judging myself, life has become easier. And the fact that I'm digging into this spiritual richness feels good. It feels very good. I feel very much so not in control. But the freedom of letting go has felt like what I always thought control would feel like. And really control feels very tense, timid, you know. I'm specific. I'm thorough still. Don't get me wrong, but I don't feel in control anymore. I literally have no idea what's coming up next. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow or the next day. I just know that I'm just working on this dream and I have to enjoy it. Otherwise, it's going to feel like this going to take 10 years, you know, and I'm just constantly reminded that I started my career over. And so I have no idea if this is year one or year seven for me. You know, but I think that it's more like you're seven. I think it's more like you're six or seven because just because I changed careers, it didn't change my integrity. I still am getting stronger. I'm still learning more. I still have the connections that I had before. So um, I'm just learning to enjoy it, appreciate it, and just understand that I'm definitely getting richer every day. I think I went a little bit off topic there, but would it really be an episode if I didn't? Yep. Yeah. All right. And then... Judgment card, I'm awakening to my calling, reflection, reckoning, inner voice. Judgment indicates the cusp of rebirth. In order to achieve that, you must look back upon your deeds and come to an honest evaluation of yourself. This leads to the awakening that signals a new way of life. The judgment card is a major arcana card. There are 22 cards collectively known as the fool's journey represents important milestones in the journey of life often signal deep shifts and major changes in the way that you have been approaching life. So when you get a major arcana card, it's like overall like a big category of your life is kind of like changing or it applies to something large, you know, um, self-evaluation, awakening, renewal, purpose, reflection. Um, Let's see. The traditional judgment means focuses, meaning focuses on the moment when we reflect and evaluate ourselves and our actions. It is through self-reflection that we can have a clearer and objective understanding about where we are now and what we need to do in order to grow as humans. The judgment card appearing in a reading signifies that you are coming close to this significant point in your life where you must start to evaluate yourself. To see this card can also indicate that you are in a period of awakening brought on by the act of self-reflection. You now have a clearer idea of what you need to change and how you need to be true to yourself and your needs. This can mean making small changes to your daily life or, or making huge changes that can only affect that not only affect you but the people close to you. The judgment card reminds us that we all will be faced with choices that will have an astounding effect for your entire life. The card brings to mind moments where actions have taken or actions you have taken have changed the course of your path for good there may have been a moment where there is no looking back the consequences of those actions eventually will catch up to you and this car seems to indicate that this is that time you might have to let go of the past so you can move forward with your plans to have a new life yeah i mean i feel like i have a new life for sure um i'm definitely changing and i'm okay with that i'm grateful for that for sure and i'm open so I know not for I know if nothing else, I me mean going to that conference this weekend. It was where I was supposed to be. And even if I don't feel that the reward or return was the way that I hoped the outcome would be. I'm still grateful. And I still hope that, you know, I was a light that people needed to see. Um, and that I hope I affected change in that room. As long as I affected change and I made a difference and, you know, that might've been what I was supposed to be doing. You know, sometimes the assignment is not always glamorous, you know, and I'm getting to, I'm getting to that point of understanding that the assignment is not always glamorous. That doesn't mean that it's any less worthy or any less beautiful, you know? So I hope that today made sense. Um, and if it didn't, I hope that it at least helped you get retrospective (laughs) about your own life. Um, and I love you guys. So thank you so much for tuning in. Please make sure that you check out um, the Real Mama Pod, the new show that we signed to the network. Please make sure that you subscribe. Please make sure that you subscribe to um, the Patreon where all of our bonus content is. And please, please, please make sure that you rate and review the podcast. It means so much to me when you guys do that. Um, reading those messages from you guys as real people, just like. I get it all the time. I'll DM, DM somebody back or I hop on the Zoom and they're like, it's really you. And I'm like, yeah, this is my community. Of course, it's really me. But when you guys write me reviews, that's how I feel. Like, I'm not just doing this because I think it's a good idea. It's telling me that I'm actually helping. Okay. Um, and that matters to me. So um, I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening and creating a safe space. And I will talk to you guys next time.